Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. It's award-winning podcaster, Clay Edwards. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. The Free Range Human Show of Choice, the most incendiary talk show on the airwaves in the mornings anyway this is the clay edwards show we are live in the clay show.com studios out here at the lovely cotton exchange plaza in flora mississippi I had to turn my headphone volume down there a little bit but the one ear i got left may not be um may not be working too good if i keep it up that loud um good morning everybody it's monday I guess there's no no uh, government holidays or anything like that. Everybody should be out on the roads. You can always tell when there's no holiday or the, the banks and the schools aren't closed because traffic is always a little heavier. I'm amazed in the summertime when school's out how light traffic is on the interstate. I never really figured that much for people, you know, how the interstates are affected by school traffic because typically that's people who live close to the school, you know, it's heavy traffic around the schools. And at red lights and, you know, through town and stuff. Why it thins out so much when school's out on the interstate, I, I, I don't know. But it's something I've noticed over the last few years in the morning, morning times. Anyway, I digress. You want to chime in today? Bit of an open forum, as always. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. The phone lines here into the com studio. The Clay Can't Be Canceled studio is 601-879-0002. We had our 500th episode this past Thursday, man. I just can't even believe that we've done this 500 times. Now today's 502. Uh, just again, not to harp on it, but thank you all for the uh, support and thank you for supporting the sponsors. That's really what it boils down to. You support these sponsors, they continue to sit sit up here and take these arrows from cancel culture with me because the juice is worth the squeeze, as they say. You know, when you guys go out and break bread with these sponsors, they say, "Oh, you know what, man? We can handle a few complaints. Uh, no harm, no foul." From a bunch of folks who don't spend money, no way. Except on nonsense and crab legs. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I said it. You know who I'm talking about. To hell with them. When the boss is away, Clay will play. Let's see here. I'm logging on to my Facebook real quick because there's something I want to discuss with you guys. So I went to Leonard Skinnerd Saturday night because, of course, I did. It was so good to be around 8,000 other like-minded individuals out there at the Brandon Amphitheater. Let me tell you, they were like-minded individuals. What a great time. I'm going to tell you what. You know, I've been 
I, I've handled this Bud Light thing a little different than most conservatives. I, because I have been a supporter of Southern Beverage here locally, and they've been a supporter of me over the years in my nightclubs and whatnot. You know, and I just I'm not one to turn my back so quickly on folks who have rode with me. I just you know that's not what real friends do. That's not what real business folks do. And uh, so you know I've been a little more supportive of uh, of them. While at the same time, you know, kind of not drinking Bud Light, you know, drinking other stuff that they sell, whatever. But let me tell you what I have noticed over the last few weeks is people are not drinking Bud Light in these public, in these public places. It has stained its brand, man. Uh, It really has. I mean, we've had a couple weeks, a month to digest this thing and really look at it. Man, I did not, and, and in defense of this, they don't offer Bud Light, but at a few spots at the Brandon Amphitheater. But the VIP room, they do. Man, that room was packed. I did not see one single Bud Light. I actually ordered one, my first beer. Just kind of, it's a default thing. When I go somewhere like that, I call it boat beer. You know, if I'm going to be drinking four or five or more, I own um, I'm probably going to drink a Bud Light, Mick Ultra, something like that. Middle Light, Coors Light, whatever. And the bartender looked at me. She's like, you want a Bud Light? I was like, she already opened it at that point. I was like, I'll drink one. I was the only person I saw drinking dang Bud Light the whole night. I was in the bathroom. And let me tell you, the Bud Light jokes were wide open. Uh, Whether they say, it's locker room talk. <laughs> There was some locker room talk going on in the men's bathrooms about uh, the Bud Light jokes, the Bud Light bus, the Bud, all kind of things that I'm not going to repeat on this radio. Bud Light has done what I think at this point may be irreparable damage to its brand. And what I hope comes from this, what, what I hope comes from this, I hope other major corporations sit back and say, you know what, that diversity equity inclusion department over there in marketing we, we need to take their twitter privileges away uh, we need to take their twitter privileges away their social media privileges away and we, we're we're no 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 we're not going to be sending any cans to no trans nut jobs or whatever else i hope they sit back and say whoa the right is excuse kids plug your ears the right is pissed off and they're tired of this nonsense. And the pendulum is swinging back hard to the right. Let's take a call. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Um, it's Dorton. Hello? Hey, you're on there. Yes, sir. Hey, can you turn your radio down? Turn the radio down. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you? I'm good. How can we help you? Um, this is the radio talk show, right? Yes. Um, I was calling the, uh, did the petty thing. Yeah, the petty Monday. Oh, this is a wrong show. Oh, sorry. No, no problem, but hey, thank you for listening. You're welcome. Uh-huh, bye-bye. Hey, that happens. I'm guessing maybe her parents are listeners. And they got the numbers confused. It didn't sound like my talk show in the background there. But, uh, hey, we'll take them. We got to start them young. We got to be raised right. 
You get it, right? Yep. Raised right. But yeah, man, I'm going to tell you, I think what's going to come from this is that these big corporations are going to look and be like, man, uh, this woke nonsense ain't good for business. It just, it ain't good for business. Um, I got this little video here. I, I'm kind of all over the place this morning. Um, I'm going to play this here in just a second. This is just, these are the people that do nonsense like this that these companies are pandering to. While the rest of us out here, you know, normies, are like, huh? That's just not how the rest of America thinks. It ain't how the rest of the world thinks. They're catering to like a 1% of the population, just pandering to them. And it just don't make sense. But look, to, to the point of Leonard Skinner, and I, I'm going to kind of end it at this. It was my girlfriend and I were out there and uh, ended up with some really good, uh, basically front row seats. I mean, they were second row, center, splitting hairs, front row, second row, third row, first five rows, all the same dang thing. They come out, they do free, it was raining, <laughs> they do Freebird as the headliner. It was awesome. I don't care how many original members aren't in the band, how many are dead, none of that. Most of those guys have been in that band currently longer than I've been alive. So that's Leonard Skinner to me. Um, They had the camera guy on the front row, you know, filming the band for the Jumbotrons. And he turns around and films the crowd, and there we are on the Jumbotron singing Freebird. That was, and somebody, of course, filmed it and sent it to me. So thank you to the person that tagged me in that, uh, in that post. I've had my Facebook pulled up. I would, uh, I would give you props for that, uh, but unfortunately I don't. So, again, great time. Just another, another really good time out there. And I, I, I've, got, I've got some comments, too, we're going to talk about in the next segment about this cashless society we're running headfirst into. And it all ties into big events like concerts at the amphitheater and whatnot. But uh, let's play. This is, this is a nut job that was on Dr. Phil here recently. I'm sorry, not on Dr. Phil. Yeah, yeah, it was Dr. Phil uh, on the Doctors episode or whatever. Um, Actually, I think they're on the Doctors here. I'm sorry, this ain't Dr. Phil. She was on Dr. Phil a couple years ago. It's She's a uh, trans-abled person i think is how you say this she has uh disabled herself because she thought that's the way she was supposed to be born she blinded herself a few years ago and because she thought she should have been born blind and the same thing as trans nut jobs i mean so it makes sense let's uh let's play this do you have any regrets about taking your own vision or the process with which you you did take your own vision I don't have any regrets taking my vision. I believe I should have been born blind, and I'm happy the way I am. I do have some regrets about <clears throat> the way I did it, but I'm ha- in the end, I'm happy the way I am. Dr. Phil, I, with all due respect to Jewel, but I am having a really hard time, really hard time, Sitting so close to someone who traumatized herself, who damaged herself. We took an oath in medicine to help people. We see horrible tragedies every single day as doctors and people who would give anything to go back and restore their vision, their health. 
my heart is beating out of my chest. I can't even make sense of the emotions I'm feeling because to hear someone say, I've, I've always felt I should be blind. Well, I've always felt I should be the Queen of England, but I'm not going out to become the Queen of England. So, yeah, you know, I thought I should have been born rich and good looking and neither one happened. But I can't be trans rich or trans attractive. <laughs> Let's take a break real quick. And we're going to have a bunch of stuff like this on today's show. We're just going to have a little fun this morning. But when we come back, I'm going to talk about a lot of these major facilities out there. These uh, these state-owned, taxpayer-funded facilities not accepting cash money. Should that be against the law? I think it should. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. When necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Watkins Construction and Roofing, your go-to roof repair specialist here in central Mississippi. Hey, look, man, it's storm season. Every time I turn around, there's another big thunderstorm, lightning storm, hail storm coming through. I've seen more hail warnings this year, this uh, this spring, than I think I ever have. So keep Watkins Construction and Roofing on the tip of your tongue because that's who you're going to need when your roof gets damaged. Or heck, maybe you haven't had your roof checked out in 10 years. I mean, we get busy. That stuff happens. Give them a call. Let them come out and do a complimentary roof assessment. They'll see if you have any damage uh, in certain spots or if uh, the whole thing needs to be replaced, if you got some leaks or whatnot. So they're not there just to sell you a roof. They're there to fix your roof, too. And they're going to do it professionally, uh, in a timely manner, and uh, respectfully. They take care of your property. They clean up right. You're not going to have a bunch of hip, hip, hippity-hop blaring on the speakers you know, from workers doing all that nonsense. They got the special trash towed away unit trailer things. I'm sure they got a fancier name for it than that. But uh, they're good folks at the end of the day, and they reinvest back into the community. They support uh, law enforcement and all these other type organizations that we support here at the Clay Edwards Show so I can get down with that. And uh, that's who you need to do business with. Give them a call or check them out online at WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Let them know you heard it on the Clay Edwards Show. That's Watkins Construction and Roofing, your hometown roof repair specialist, locally owned and locally operated right here in central Mississippi. All right. So something that I noticed last Saturday at the Morgan Wallen concert, the one that did not get canceled up there in Oxford, Mississippi, was as soon as we got in the facility and I tried to spend some money it was cash only. I'm sorry, not cash only. I've been saying that right. No cash. No cash. It was uh, It's credit card, debit card, plastic only. Yeah, if I got that wrong in the last segment, my bad. I'm in my mind, I'm thinking cash only. It was no cash accepted. Card only. Man, we are just heading full speed ahead, all gas, no brakes, into the new world orders, cashless, Society straight into the New World Order's social credit score. I mean, these, I got a lot to say about this. Let me rewind a little bit. First off, and then, oh, well, 
then what was it Tuesday night that the Braves uh, at Braves Stadium, the Mississippi State Ole Miss Governors Cup. I go to that, and I got to thinking about this. It may have just been the fact that I didn't go to an actual concession stand, like a built-in one. Maybe they take cash there, but their little their little uh, beer stands or whatever's kind of set up through the uh, through the breezeway there. Maybe they were were a card only, and that is where I went. So in defense, but for the sake of this conversation, it ain't that hard just to take cash. At the end of the day, get some change. I ran bars for years and years and years. Set up a till. If you can't hire people who can, one of the biggest defenses from people is, well, Clay, it's hard to hire people who can count back money. Well, that ain't my problem. At the end of the day, train your people how to count back money. I mean, it ain't that hard. You don't even have to count it backwards. That, I know a lot of places do that, and I enjoy that. When somebody will count it back down, if I break 100, boom, 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 they'll, they'll count back 80, 60, 40, 20, 14 cents, whatever. I like that. But I don't care. As long as my change is correct. Everybody's got a calculator in their pocket. Use it. <laughs> anyway, these taxpayer-funded facilities, and I know that the Brave Stadium is a, it, it's kind of taxpayer-funded, but the whole way Pearl gave them a tax break, this, that, and the other, whatever. It is a, But it is a privately-owned facility. So I'm not even talking about them. Just bigger picture overall here. Uh Oxford and Starkville and Hattiesburg, these state-funded, taxpayer-funded facilities, the Coliseum, places like that, better dang well accept the legal tender of the United States of America. I should be able to buy whatever I want with cash if I go to a store to do it. Now, if I choose to do something online, it is what it is. I've accepted that I have to use a card to buy something online. But if I go to a concert or I go to a ball game, there should not have to be a digital footprint of all of my purchases along the way. My bank, the IRS, the CIA, the CCP, the DEA, none of them, ATF, they don't need to know everything I purchase. They don't need to know I drank three beers at a concert the other night. They don't need to know I went to Romantic Adventures. I'm kidding. I didn't go to Romantic Adventures. But in a cashless society, they'll know everything you do. Is that really what y'all want? We've all got some skeletons in our freak closet. Y'all really want them to know everything you purchase. Women, I know about y'all. A romantic adventure thing was only kind of a joke. Come on. You really want them to everybody to know everything you buy. Guys, come on, dog. No, you don't. We're heading head first into it. You don't think that that'll go against your social credit score? You say, well, Clay, ain't no such thing as a social credit score. That'll never come to America. It's already here. It's already here. What do y'all think all those little Facebook, Google reviews and all that are? Those Yelp reviews. It was a, it was a, it was a soft intro into social credit scores. 
We started with businesses. And that's how we got this ESG nonsense. That's how you got Bud Light sending a trans nut job who ain't even really trans. He's a dude just pretending to be a girl. A Bud Light can. And paying him millions of dollars to be a sponsor or whatever they're doing. Whatever they're doing. That's why you got Nike paying him to paying the same nut job to wear sports bras. These big banks have all tied this ESG stuff in to these uh, businesses' credit ratings and how much money they can get and the interest they pay on their money. This is social credit score. It's here, but it started with businesses, and it's going to trickle down into us. I'm just going to, going to tell you, I'm already my social credit score is bankrupt. I'm filing. I want a chapter seven on this one. I just need a clean slate to start over with. How many social credit credit bankruptcies can I file? Because I'm gonna need them, like like a cat with nine lives. I'm gonna need a social credit score bankruptcy. <laughs> uh, we're getting some text here. Uh, Sean says tipping is a major problem with this cashless stuff. I hate even having to valet my car nowadays. You know, that's a great point. And here's the deal. If I choose to use my card, I'll tip you. I don't care. At that old Miss Stadium for that Morgan Wallen concert, every time we ran the card. Oh, and by the way, my bank locked, my, locked me out of my card. That's another thing. Because it was a strange purchase. Me going to Oxford and buying a beer somehow. Even, even my bank knows I don't like Ole Miss. I'm playing. I am a state fan, but Oxford, beautiful place. Uh, they're like, this is so cool. We know Clay ain't in Oxford. <laughs> so I get locked out of my card after my first purchase. Luckily, lady friend had a card, and they didn't lock us out of that one. But the thing is, every time you, every time you made a purchase <clears throat> on anything, would you like to tip? And they just put you on the spot. Like, well, why should I have to tip at the concession stand? You did your job handing me a drink. And Clay tips. I'm a big tipper. Because I ain't, y'all ain't going to say. I'm not going to ever. I don't care how bad the service is. I'm never going to give you the opportunity to put me on blast on social media and say I didn't tip. Never going to let you do it. I refuse to let you do it. Period. I, I, I tip 100% of my tab sometimes if I think the service is remotely decent. But yeah, that's a, I, you shouldn't be putting people on the spot for for tips at the concession stand. I just had to stand in line for 20 minutes to get a beer or a Coke or a pretzel or whatever. Give you a tip. Here's a tip. Get a dang job. Um. Somebody, James, chimes in and said, nope, at the Braves is card only. Work security there. They went to that this year. And you got to teach people how to count my money. I have to teach people how to count money. I'm just running through these texts real quick. All right, that's that on those. But, you know, a lady made – so I made a Facebook post about this before the concert, (laughs) the amphitheater Saturday night. And to be clear, the amphitheater does still take cash. I just – in my post, I just kind of generically said college stadiums, amphitheaters, etc. The amphitheater here still takes cash. So that is a good thing. I use cash Saturday night to pay my tab. <clears throat> but um, let's see here. I, I'm going to read my post, and then I'm going to read a particular comment here 
I said, all of these venues not taking cash is a joke. You've been taking cash the entire time your venue's been open, but suddenly everything is card only. It should be against the law not to accept the official currency of the country you're doing business in, especially in taxpayer-funded facilities like college stadiums, amphitheaters, coliseums, etc. I, ser- I said, seriously, I can't be the only person who thinks this is stupid. And I got 124 comments, 242 likes on this thing. It got shared four times. But uh, this lady, Kathy, made a point. I said, in there, I said, I should be able to buy a beer without the RS from my bank knowing about it. And she brings up a great point. She said, yep, not to mention the 3% credit card processing fee for requiring you to use your card and pay per transaction, then throw in the convenience fee surcharge and a minimum purchase amount, and you've got yourself a lot of unnecessary cost when you could have just used cash. It's so true. But I mean, everybody here agrees, and these are a bunch of what I would call normies that are all saying the same thing. Heading straight first to a cashless society. Heading straight first to a cashless society. No, if a private business chooses to be cash only, I think it, I mean, not cash only. If a private business chooses to be credit debit only, well, that's on them. I can choose not to do business with you. But these public facilities, these stadiums and stuff like that, there's a, I should be able to, I I can't even rationalize it, quantify it. I should be able to use cash at these facilities. This all started during COVID. And boy, did they never let a crisis go to waste, even a self-manufactured crisis. It all started during COVID with the the, um, chain shortage. And, And look, this ain't a... This ain't a Republican-Democrat thing. I mean, this is something we should all be on the same page on. I got a, John is on hold here. I got a feeling he's going to find a way to, to be contrarian about this. But we should all be on the same page about this. And, you know, it goes, all these cash app things and all that, and the IRS being able to look in and audit us on anything over $600. Y'all have done this. We've done this to ourselves. Let's take a call. Hey, John, you're on. Hold on. There we go. Hey, John, you're on there. Yeah, good morning. Uh, I am contrarian. Uh, I would have to disagree. I think a cashless society is more efficient. Uh, I'm not worried about Big Brother uh, tracking my purchases because Big Brother is already tracking it. Once the Internet was established, uh, Apple, Google, everybody's data mining and sharing our data. They know what we think, how we think, how we like to purchase. That's why we get all these advertisements. They already they have us lock, stock, and barrel. They control what we think, what we read, what our ideology, what our political ideology may be. So when it comes to cashless society, it's more efficient. I would hate to go to a concert and everybody was spending cash, or the majority of folks were spending cash. Now you got to make it's change. quicker. Then the folks, it's quicker. Yeah, but no, no, it is, I don't absolutely. Think so. Uh, the in, the internet why. the internet is terrible in most of these places. It is it is way quicker to use cash. This whole rant actually got started because I saw an article. I've been thinking about it all week, but then I saw an article at NOLA.com dot com or whatever. They had one of their big music festivals down there in New Orleans over the weekend, and the because they were doing card only, the lines were ridiculous waiting on people's transaction times. It was the same thing at the old Miss game. 
the 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 transaction times were taking twice as long because the Wi-Fi sucks in most of all these places. The internet well, connection is terrible. Say. On on average, a cashless a cashless society is more efficient. It's more efficient from a business standpoint because one, you de- the theft you're going to deal with when you have cash. You can come up short a lot of times with cash. And number two, somebody's got to count. You got to pay somebody to count the cash. Then you got to make these nightly deposits. There's a lot of cash to get escorted to a bank or what have you. So cashless society is the best way to go for me. I think as a business, private society tells you, private business tells you, hey, we can do it more efficiently. So government should, sometimes they say, Republicans say government should pay attention to private industry, private let the markets dictate how we should do business, and the market is telling you it's more efficient to do business without standing in line, trying to make change, trying you know, trying to make sure you got the correct uh, funds you know with cash. I'm I can walk in, swipe, and I'm out of there. But occasionally you will have a hiccup. But trust me, cashless society is the most efficient way to go. It's a good business model. I, I you disagree. Guys have a good day. I disagree 100. percent Let's take another call. Hey, caller, you're on there. You got about a minute. Hey, I want to strongly disagree with everything I just heard. Me too. Uh, especially with the way that our infrastructure is set up from power lines to the way we develop power. Rolling blackouts is a huge thing that people aren't considering, especially, uh, you know, if a satellite gets attacked from a foreign country. Those two things would cripple the system in an instant, and there's no telling how long it would take to repair that system. Um, in my opinion, in any business, the most important thing is being universal to the customer. So offering not only cash, but, you know, the ability to do Bitcoin and the ability to do credit or debit. That makes you a better business altogether because now you don't have to tell anybody no or turn anyone away. So that's not efficient, period. So uh, you're turning away business, you're wasting time, and then you're also setting yourself up for a catastrophic event where, you know, if something does happen on an infrastructure level, you can't service anybody, and you're screwed. Man, Your money's locked out, like, straight up. Great, great call. Great point. I'm going to pick back up as soon as we get back from the break on that. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Yep. All right, we'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Stimulating talk radio on the FM dial in central Mississippi. We're streaming worldwide at WYAB.com and, of course, on the TuneIn app at WYAB. Also, we're on Alexa. Easy to find, my friends. The Clay Edwards Show podcast is also available everywhere. You download podcasts or stream music. Uh, Except XM. We're not on XM. But uh, nothing I can do about that. <clears throat> All right. This segment going to be brought to you by our friends over at Take a Break Deliveries. Man, check them out. Your local veteran-owned food, beer, and liquor delivery service right out of here in central Mississippi. Hey, Clinton, they're serving your area now. Get the great service of Take a Break Deliveries. Takeabreakdeliveries.com or download the app. Just search Take a Break Deliveries. And uh, let them bring you lunch, dinner, uh, afternoon cocktail, or whatever your heart desires. Take a break deliveries offers it all. You can check out the website, see all the options available, as well as I have a promo code for you. If you use Clay601 at checkout, all caps, you're going to get $5 off. Uh, So 
Check out Take a Break Deliveries. One of our other great sponsors, Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's, is available on Take a Break Deliveries. So there's a great way to save money and support two of our sponsors in one fell swoop. Order Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's on the Take a Break Deliveries app. All right. And hey, they are hiring drivers still in the Rankin County area. One of our buddies, Josh, that listens to the show, heard me mention that. And now he is driving for them. And uh, I talked to the boss man the other day, said Josh is doing a bang up job. So good stuff there. All right, let's go back to this cashless society stuff. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, thanks for staying on hold. You're on there. Yes, sir. Hey, no, I was just on the other segment. Yes. Uh, no, I called back because there's another key point that I think a lot of Americans forget. And that's, uh, you know, you kind of want your community all to work, right? And so when you have a cashless society, you eliminate the need for, you know, the armored truck drivers. You eliminate the need for the money counters. And, yeah, you can think of that as an expense or whatever, but at the end of the day, I feel like all of that kind of equals out because now you're making the opportunity for more people to come and service your business as a customer and you're helping building up the community and bringing in, you know, jobs for everybody. And that's something that, you know, you got to think about and realize. We wouldn't need a bunch of illegal immigrants, you know, underage to come to work our stuff at under, you know, just uh, super low wages and stuff. But we had jobs for everybody who was a citizen, you know, respectable, and everybody's working and doing their stuff. Our, our society would just have a way better flow. So I feel like, you know, giving those people the opportunity to have a job is, is way more important than just your out just your current business. You got to think of the uh, what's the whole economy. It? Exactly. You yep. got to think about uh, oh shit. I mean the word. I'm thinking the word. Sorry about the profanity. But uh, man, you got macronomics and uh, uh, what's the small one? Micronomics. And you got to think about both of them. They both affect the economy well. So you know, just consider that when you have your business plan. Is like you feeding other people aside from your. Yeah, well, trickle-down economy, right? Yes, sir. All right, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, great point there about the kind of the, the broader economy that uh, cash helps support. And, you know, and I guess as a business owner with these large venues, you got to look back and say, okay, all right, there's a 3%, roughly 3% fee for using the credit card for every swipe. And, of course, they build that into, you know, we pay these astronomical prices for products, for uh, concessions at these ballparks. They can afford the 3%, surely. All right, well, on the cash, then you have to pay for the armored truck service. I don't know what balances, what ends up being more money. Um, surely that is small potatoes compared to what that 3% cost on every transaction, I would have to assume. Uh, we got a good point here on the Facebook post. Uh, Misty says, read the new Fed Now program on Federal Reserve. She says she works for a bank and everything you do is about to be tracked and let them not be able to account for the money coming in versus going out and they can deny any transaction, whether the money is there or not. That That's pretty scary. You know, and uh, Brandon uh, brings a point up in here and says that's another way to have a backdoor ban on firearms. Just deny the transaction. Let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Hey, buddy. Can you hear me? Yes. Listen, Saturday night, I'm going to change subjects. That was a bad concert, buddy, from the time around. I'm telling you, Randy Hauser, he killed it, dude. Yeah, Randy, he was bad. Lake Look, Mississippi's very own. And then Leonard Skinner come on introduction. We never sat down, dude. How do I become uh, 
how do I get on the Clay Edwards show and be on the front row of the Leonard Skinner, Leonard Skinner concert and be on the big screen every other time, buddy? Let me tell you, <laughs> let, let me tell you I, I had a wild hair Tuesday night. Uh, Tuesday night, I decided to jump on Ticketmaster. I'd already bought. I bought some. I bought some tickets. You know, kind of like when they were running that four for a hundred dollars special, no fees or something. I jumped online and said, "I'm just going to check and see if they have if they've turned any of the VIP packages, the meet and greet packages, into regular tickets." Yeah. And instead of having to pay seven hundred dollars, I paid one hundred and thirty a piece. Still a lot of money, but I'm just going to tell you, bro, it was worth every penny. Yeah, it was bad. Hey, one more question. I noticed there was one beverage missing. Saturday night. Was that uh, on purpose, or was that like a vendor deal? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, so that's Bud Light, and I did talk about that a little earlier. Um, They offer it only at certain concession stands in there. Miller Light, Coors Light, Capital City's kind of got the deal over there. That's what I thought. So th- th- that's more of a uh, business thing than it was a uh, protest of any sort. I hear you, buddy. Good show, buddy. Keep Pre- it up. Appreciate it, brother. Good call there. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. I ran over big time that last segment, so I got to make up for it real quick. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. And uh, we'll save the ad read for the next segment there. We've got a little short segment here to end the hour. I want to read some of you guys' text messages. And one of the good points that I've, I've seen a couple times is – when the power goes out, how's this cashless society going to work out for us? When the internet's down, how's this cashless society going to work out for us? Have y'all ever been in a grocery store when the internet goes down and you have to use cash only? I always take some cash in the grocery store with me. I always try to keep $100 on me, if I can. Just that $100, you know, in my little billfold deal I have. I actually have one of those ridge wallets, so it straps on the outside. Neither here nor there. But... <clears throat> It, it, it don't work out too well, you know, especially the folks uh, with those welfare cards. When the Internet goes down, ooh, it gets ugly quick, quick. I remember a couple years back, the whole welfare system crashed. At least it did here in Mississippi. And uh, those little uh, EBT cards, they couldn't use them. I watched women just pull, push out whole buggies full of stuff. Say, I'm getting mines. I'm getting mineses. It ain't my fault y'all, y'all things don't work. I ain't paying for it. No way. What's the difference? <laughs> Let that happen for a couple of days. In this cashless society. Way to push us, push us straight to the brink. Straight to the brink. Let's see here. Who's calling? Let's take Josh's call real quick. Hey, Josh, you got about a minute, bro. <laughs> All right, I was just talking. Want to talk about the taxes on it? It'd be nice to get cash tips because you get taxed twice. Pretty much, the person spending the money is getting taxed on the card, and then the person receiving the tip is going to get taxed too. So, if you like feeding Uncle Sam more and more and all these different wars and stuff, then by all means, just keep doing everything on the card. Amen, brother. Thanks. I was just about to read that text. I appreciate you calling in. All right, thanks, sir. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah. Exactly, man. I mean, boy, you know, if you figure in sales tax and all these little taxes here and taxes there and all these other taxes, you're paying 50% plus of your damn income is going to taxes. Let's see here. Uh, unknown texter. You walk into a dollar store and they have sell checkouts all the time, especially like Circle K. Yeah, and you can't use cash at those things, to the best of my knowledge. And we are, we're rolling head first into it. And everybody else just over here like, man, as long as I got my sports ball and my concerts, I'm good. 
Man, you got to start raising hell a little bit. Call your banks today. Let them know. You don't like this nonsense. Let these businesses know when you choose not to spend money with them, you don't like this nonsense. This is The Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back after this break. Unfiltered, no sugar added, baby. Welcome back. It's hour two of The Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. And, uh, of course, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com. Take us with you wherever you go. Just search WYAB.com. Hit the Listen Live tab. And what I do is uh, save it on my home screen. When I, once I get into the Listen Live tab, save it as your favorites to your home screen on your phone there. And yeah, do we have an app that you can download from the store? No. Do you have to have that? No. What's the difference? It's still on your home screen. Boom. Click it every morning. 7 a.m. and tune into the Clay Edwards Show. Or click it every morning at 6 a.m. Start the day with Stephen Yatroska. Then the Clay Edwards Show. Then Mike Madison. Or Jim Thorne. Then Jameson Haygood. Or Allison Noe. And we got so many great guys. We got a lot of variety here on 103.9. We really, really do. Uh, our Grow Your Nose Show. Every Tuesday, uh, 9 to 10, the Medical Marijuana Show with Kelly's Green. Uh, Allison Noe has her health show here on Mondays, right after this show, from 9 to 10. The whole story health hour. So good stuff, man. We have a lot of variety here. Mike Madison's on two days a week. Jim Thorne does his music show on Fridays. That 9 to 10 hour is a, has got a lot of diversity, a lot of uh, different type stuff. I think you guys will really dig it. So stay tuned in if you like variety. We got it here. All right. Of course, we have Kim Wade, the main event, closing out our live and local schedule every day from 4 to 6. So, all right, man, this segment going to be brought to you by our friends over at Guns and Gear. Yes, sir. I'm picking up my nine tomorrow, I believe. I ain't got time to go by there today, but I finally got the clearance from Big Daddy Government to buy my gun. Look, I ain't a felon. They only take a week to uh, to get clearance. Actually, I could have gone Saturday and got it, but nonetheless, get out there, check out our friends at Guns and Gear. You guys are doing a great job letting them know you heard it on the Clay Edwards show. Uh, shout out to to Johnny. I won't say your last name on here. But shout out to Johnny for going and loading up on some ammo and letting him know that he heard it on the Clay Edwards show. That does really, really help. Um, go, I'm telling you, the best thing you need you can do is go to their Facebook page. Follow them on Facebook. Just go search Guns in Gear. And they do a special of the day. And they really do a lot with their, with their special of the day. Um, I'm trying to stroll through here. They've got, here's something else too real quick. If you're looking to sell your gun and you don't want to have to go to the pawn shop, because most, for the most part, pawn shops are in rougher areas, you know, go sell your gun to Guns and Gear. If you're in a pinch, you want to trade your gun in, whatever. I mean, like, I, what I've learned is the more guns I own, the more I'm like, you know what, I can do without that one because I want to trade on this nice new shiny toy over here. And you catch yourself having to try to sell your gun. It's, it's, it's a nightmare trying to sell stuff on Facebook. You post a gun on there. And you're not a gun store, they'll block your account. It's all kind of weird stuff trying to sell guns on social media. So <clears throat> you got to join these gun groups and you got to speak in code to keep from uh, getting kicked off Facebook. Very ridiculous. But guns and gear will buy your gun from you. Here is a great ammo special they have going right now some bulk pricing on Federal 223 55 grain FMJ ammo, 1,000 rounds. With the 50 cal ammo can for only five sixty nine ninety nine. I mean, I know that sounds like a lot of money, but you're getting a whole lot of ammo. 
a thousand rounds of federal two two three fifty five grain. That's a heck of a deal, right there. Get out there to Guns and Gear. I'm just strolling through here looking at their deal of the, their their guns of the day. Y'all really need to go check out this Facebook page. They got a, a radical firearms FRF fifteen multi five point five six mm new five ninety nine. I mean, that is a lot of gun for five ninety nine. I don't need to see that. I need to keep scrolling because I don't need another long gun. Man, this Giselle SD556. Boy, I'd feel safe going to Jackson with this thing. That is a monster. Anyway, shop, shop them online, gunsandgearms.com, or go by and see them in person right there on Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. That's Guns and Gear. Great folks, man great folks shout out to hunter and the guys working the counter there at guns and gear all right man so the last hour we talked a lot about this cashless society and you guys really started calling in and you sent a ton of text i want to read your text real quick before we move on to anything else and we can stay on this for as long as y'all want to uh let's see great point here i kind of mentioned this in the last segment um well let me start at the top it said john is an effing narc that is the response of a brainwashed human right there. I'm convinced that John isn't an actual black person. Real black people don't trust banks. Come on now. Debit card my butt. You better peel me off a 20. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah here's the thing. This should not be a left-right issue. I, I, I'm amazed that somehow the left became pro-big government, pro-daddy government, pro-bank, pro-big corporation. And it's just anything anything the right kicks back on at all, the left's like, oh, they must be racist. They must be racist if they don't like it. <laughs> I mean, none of us should want to be tracked. I think that goes without saying. We all got something we prefer people not know about. But here's was, here was a great point, is that after Katrina, it didn't matter what your credit score was. If you didn't have cash, you couldn't buy anything for three to five days or more in some places. And I've gotten several, uh, and look, I have not been to a sporting event at Mississippi State or Ole Miss since before COVID. I lost interest in sports during COVID. All that Black Lives Matter, kneeling, and social justice nonsense, and end racism in the end zones, and constantly telling all white people that we were racist. I they, they they won. They can have sports. I tune in once in a blue moon. But at the end of the day, y- y'all won. You can have the damn stuff. I don't want it. I'd much rather focus my attention on coming up here and having a war for two hours a day on in, in the in the culture war, being front lines, than I would waste my time every night watching sports ball, tweeting about sports ball. But uh, but according to several of the texts I've got, anything you buy at Ole Miss or Mississippi State games has, is cards only now and has been that way since before COVID or since COVID. So again, to my point, they use COVID to expedite us headfirst into a cashless society. Andrew says, I don't like the way that guy thinks. We should cut off his cards. That's exactly what we should do with John. Like John, we're, gonna, we're cutting your card off, dog. Steven. 
text in. Steven sent a couple things this morning, so let me start at the top. He said, it's bad that anyone doesn't know how to count back change. Does the common core math not lend itself to everyday use? That's strange. (laughs) Great text. He said, since we have different attorneys nowadays, we'll soon have social media, social credit score attorneys. Then have social media life coaches. I could be a social media life coach. I could do that. Stephen also says, think about all the fees associated with digital currency. Deposit cash is free. Or deposit cash fee. Send cash fee. The fees eat up the dollar, and it really won't be worth much of anything. Yeah, you know, like if somebody sends you, um, I'm just going to use round numbers here. I may be off a little. If somebody sends you $100, and you want to transfer it to your bank immediately, it costs you 3 or $4 to do that, doesn't it? Just boom, there's 3 or $4 just into the ether. I mean, shame on me, because I should probably just wait the one to three days and let it land there. But it's my damn money. I want it now. I shouldn't should have to wait. So we all get sucked right in. I'm guilty of this. I mean, I, I'm not... I'm not living in a glass house throwing bricks here. But I bring this to our attention and make it a conversation because we all need to start, just like everybody's kicked back and raising hell and fighting against Bud Light and protesting Bud Light, we need to figure out a way to do this. Stop supporting these things that are, you know, it's like I feel like we're all financing our own demise. We're funding our own demise supporting this stuff. Let's take a call. Hey, brother, you on there? Hey, Clay. I don't know if anyone's touched on this because I'm just kind of stepping in. Uh, but I don't know if they – this thing is beyond cashless society or cashless. The CBDC that they're talking about is uh, even by their own websites, the, the Great Reset World Economic Forum, this new currency will be programmable. Tell people what that, tell, tell people what that is real quick. They don't know. That means that they will tell you what you will buy and what you will not buy. That means if they say, hey, we don't want any people rushing toilet paper, they can limit your toilet paper purchase to one roll a week if they want to, or how much gas you buy. Or if they don't, if they want to push synthetic meat and they don't want you to eat real meat, your money won't work on real meat. And so, you know, God forbid, guns or ammo, you think they're going to let you buy that. So basically, you'll get paid, but you won't be able to make your own choices with the money you make. I, I, again, it got, I, I said it earlier. You may or may not have been listening. I said, you know, everybody's got some skeletons in their closet, some purchases they may not want somebody to know about, whether it's a trip to romantic adventures, one too many drinks at the bar, whatever it is, surely you don't want people to know about these things. And we move head force first in these cashless societies where everything is tracked and they're like well i don't know man you've bought too many sinful items this week we're cutting you off you know that's it your money will be tracked every purchase you make will be tracked but also money's purchases that they don't want you to make will be prohibited not only that they will also make these cbdc's uh expirable like so if you don't they don't want you to save money. Let, let's say you get a stimulus check, but you really want to put that check in a, in a savings account to boost your savings account. They can make that money expire. Oh, yeah. So, you must spend this by this date. Yes, this thing is completely dystopian, and that's what uh, 
takes this thing to a whole new level. And what I don't understand is why the media is not even talking about it. It's like they're going to just, they're working on this stuff. It's already being rolled out in other countries. But, it, you know, the media, mass media, if you mention, you know, a normie about it, they're going to think, well, where'd you hear that at? If that was true, it'd be on the news. Why isn't it on the news? Uh, the, the, it's one of the biggest <clears throat> life-changing things that are coming down the pike. The the same news that said that the BLM rights were mostly peaceful protests. Exactly. There's just no doubt about that. But, I mean, people really need to be aware of the dystopian possibilities of this new cashless society. It's going to be far-reaching than what we already think. Amen, brother. Great call, man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, let's take a break. Try to stay on schedule this hour. <laughs> this is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. I hope you all are listening this morning. I hope you're paying attention this morning. We're heading head first into the social credit score. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. And this segment is going to be brought to you by how about our friends over at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center down there in Crystal Springs, Mississippi. You're looking for a vehicle, ten to fifteen thousand dollars or so, man. The, they're going to be your go-to spot for a good, dependable vehicle, ten to fifteen thousand dollars. That's the sweet spot. That's your cash car now. I, it's, you know, blame that on Joe Biden, whoever you want, COVID, whatever. Those days are three, four thousand dollar cash cars. Those gone. I mean, you may be able to get a three or four thousand dollar car, but I mean, if you got to go more than a mile or two a day, you're gonna, you're not going to do it dependably. You don't want you don't want to see what three or four thousand dollars buys you. I'm just telling you, you need to try to rub all that money together, put it down payment on something, and go about it that way. But neither here nor there. They specialize in that price range, ten to fifteen thousand. That's a hard market to satisfy, and they do a great job of it over there at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. And here's what's great too. And of course, you can shop them online, MercyHouseAutoCenter.com. Uh, they got a credit plan from great credit to bad credit. They get you rolling. But what's really cool about them is sets them apart from a lot of other car dealerships. They're a 501c3. This The money they make here after their expenses goes to fund uh, Mercy House Teen Challenge, which is helping people beat addiction and put fathers back in homes with their, uh, with their treatment facility. <clears throat> Just a really, really good program there. Uh, I can't say enough good stuff about it. We've had Matt Milliman on the show several times discussing it. Welcome back anytime. But uh, it's a way you can support them is by breaking bread with them and buying a car. Or if you got an old car running or not in your driveway on your property somewhere, as long as you got a title for it, give them a call. They'll come tow it off. And you'll get the tax rebate, the tax, <clears throat> tax uh, savings, tax credit for donating the money. You can't go wrong there. So check them out. Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. That's mercyhouseautocenter.com, located right down there in Crystal Springs, Mississippi. All right. Man, we uh, we have been head first into this social credit score stuff and cashless society stuff this morning. I want to finish reading y'all's text messages because I do appreciate them. Paul says, these are all on the Guns and Gear text line too, by the way, which you can reach at 769-241-1944. Paul says, are we really at a point where it's unreasonable to be able to expect adults to count money 
We learned that in first grade. I, I, you know, that is like the first thing that people keep saying to me is like, well, it's hard to get people to count money. But then you're hiring the wrong people. Or you need to train people. Have a couple training sessions. Here's 100 Give me change for $20.45. It ain't rocket science, dog. Figure it out. Reagankin says, Christians, the threat of such a thing should be should bring a certain biblical verse to mind. One day the phones and cards will be replaced by a currency transferable mark. If it is not, we if, I'm sorry, it is not that far off. Less government is better government. Simple. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Thanks for loading, uh, unknown texture. Thanks for the comment on loading up on ammo. Hunter knows me as Johnny. You and everyone else knows me as Smitty. I'm the one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. I know you are. All right, good stuff there. I do know you. He asked me if I knew you. I was like, man, a name does not ring a bell. But uh, good good stuff there. Thank you for supporting uh, our sponsors there and this show by letting them know where you heard it. Wade says, too many people are completely lost on this subject. They are. It, it is a very interesting topic. Unknown texture. Hey, John, they control you because you let them control you, sheep. <laughs> John says, sometimes cash gets lost at the stadiums, a la Jackson State. But, you know, but that goes back to don't hire bad people. You know, you got I mean, there's got to be a check and balance system. But that that's on you to, to manage your money. Unknown texture. I could buy an airplane ticket at Memphis Airport five years ago. 5000 in my pocket was worthless. I couldn't buy an airplane ticket at Memphis Airport five years ago. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I bet you can't buy an airplane ticket for cash. <laughs> uh-uh. You ain't buying that for cash. Man, you can't even go get prepaid debit cards without without having to show an ID and all this other stuff. I mean, you can buy gift cards, but you got to try to buy, like, a debit card. I, I, you got to register it and all this other stuff. I don't want to do all that. I don't want to have to go buy. And maybe you can now. I, I don't know. I bought them before, and you had to, like, prepaid cell phones anyway. And you, you still had to show your ID and all that ever since 9-11. Burner phones, ain't really no such thing. Roger says, man, that counting issue is starting in the schools. At Terry High School concession stand, the girl could not even count my change back without a calculator. $12 was my total, and I gave her a 20. It was bad. Oh, man, yeah. Thomas, what about cash theft from employees? Again, it goes on Atlanta. The onus to hire and train your staff and for you to do a check and balance system to make sure your employees ain't stealing, at the end of the day, that falls back on the business. You know? I, I know for a fact there was something in Philadelphia a couple years ago where a coffee shop in the downstairs of, like, the federal courthouse or the state house or something had gone to uh, card only. And one of the lawmakers there I was like, hold on, now. that's not legal. You can't do that. And well, they either passed the law where you have to accept cash or something or another. And like, I've been, every time I get on this subject, I, I tag my buddy Fred Shanks over there. I would love to see a law passed in Mississippi that these state-funded facilities or taxpayer-funded facilities have to accept the legal tender of the United States of America. You know, Mississippi leads the nation in citizens without bank accounts. 
somebody shared that shared a graphic in my post about this, and I, I lost it. But we we lead the nation. I think I hate I hate to give a number out, but for the sake of it, I think fourteen percent of Mississippians don't have bank accounts. You know, and uh, not your average Joe called in a minute ago talking about this new uh, central central money system where they want to put it all on cars, you know, centralized money, and they'll issue your money. They, the government controls everything, money, your little ration, and they can cut it off anytime they want. Man, look, I, I'm not deep enough to have a long conversation about this, and it shouldn't have to be. Every now and then you just see something and you're like, bro, that ain't a good idea. I don't like that. That stinks. That's what this here smells like. It just stinks. All right, we're going to shift gears a little bit here. Every now and then I run across something on social media that just makes my ears perk up. And something I didn't realize. So this is in the Let's Talk Brandon Miss Uncensored group. And... I haven't gone into, I, I've been steering clear of uh, these Facebook real talk type groups for a while as far as uh, using them for show content, but I, th- this 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 grinds my gears. This is very much what I've talked about, these social credit scores for businesses with these online reviews. And here's something that I've noticed that you can do now apparently in these groups. You can post anonymously. So you can talk crap about a local business and nobody know who it is. And it's, it's usually, when they do this, it's usually another local business owner or somebody who felt remotely slighted somehow or another uh, by the business. You know, uh, one of these things I've noticed here lately, and I'm just going to say this, this is about breaking rules when necessary. You know, every time a black person seems to get bad service now, they blame it on racism. Not, not just bad service. You know, like anytime I see somebody black online complaining about service somewhere, they tie it into oh, it's racism. No, you're at a restaurant. You got a fifty-fifty shot of getting or business. You got a fifty-fifty shot of getting bad service. I get it too. Every time I go to a dollar store, I want to break something more than just rules. The service at dollar stores is absolutely atrocious. Dollar General, I'm talking to you. Atrocious. Went to check out somewhere the other night. Had the one in Brandon, the fancy one. And they uh, there was a guy standing at the register. But he was just there to make sure you used the self-checkout properly. Well, why don't you just ring my stuff up? Instead of me having to deal with this disaster over here. Anyway, I digress. But here's a post from Let's Talk Brandon, Mississippi. And I'm going to say the name of the business that they're calling out here, but I'm going to start with I 100% wholeheartedly disagree, and I've never had nothing but a good experience anytime I've gone to this place. And the commenters seem to agree. It says, so I was at Kroger today, and on the way out I saw a sign on Kismet's door. As I have seen the owner many times, well, let me tell you first, the sign says spring break, closed for cleaning and renovation, thanks. 
Easy breezy. They're closed for renovations and a little cleaning. And uh, Josh may be able to uh, let us know if this is actually the case. I'm sure it is. Uh, his, his buddies with the owner. He says, as I have seen the owner many times degrading his employees and even treating customers and workers that came to work on his equipment like crap. It's sad to see this place go down after all these years, but the owner just has a lack of care for people these days. He has yelled at his employees in front of customers plenty of times. Not only is that embarrassment for his employees, but as somebody who eats there, I have had secondhand embarrassment for them. But you know this person did not vote for Trump. Anyway, it says, makes you not even want to eat there anymore. Not only that, but I've heard it was more than just, air quotes, spring cleaning. Has anybody else heard anything? I I do not think this post went the way they thought it was going to. Because first off, I've never had, I mean, Kismet's is a Brandon tradition. Brandonians love Kismet, especially like Crossgates area Brandonians. Is that a word? Brandonian? Is that what we are? Brandonians? I mean, going all the way back to 2011 when I first got in the car business out there, I got told real quick, Kismet's is the spot. And it is. man. They got a great Euro. They got the best French fries. They put that Cavender's Greek seasoning on them. Man. They have really good gumbo. My boy Josh, they uh, just called in a minute ago, actually makes their uh, their seafood gumbo for them uh, with the blue crab and stuff in it, if I remember correctly. Man, Kismet's is great. I've never had a bad experience in Kismet's. I've never seen the owner yelling at anybody or any of that. But people just go and they post, put the moral to the story. People get on these online things and anonymously give these terrible reviews. You know, that's something we battle with here at this show with these cancel cultural vultures like Don Traxler calling and harassing our sponsors, posting fake bad reviews for businesses they've never been to. People don't care. what you If you've never been there, they, to hell with you and your bad reviews. That's a fake review. But all they have to do is mention race. And somehow that subjugates is that a word? Subjugates? Nulls and voids the fact they've never been there. It's just mind-boggling to me. Anyway, these online, these anonymous online reviews and these posts in these Facebook groups are no different. This is obviously somebody with an axe to grind coming on there. And I'm going to guess somebody who works on equipment because that's a strange... Thing to throw in there. It's just a strange thing to throw in there. And uh, I even did comment though. I said, you know, sometimes you got to tune up, tune up a lazy employee, teach them some humility. <laughs> I mean, it worked well for Gordon Ramsay, as my buddy Eric uh, said in the comments. So I, anyway, if you if you're out in the Brandon area. Help fight back against cancel culture and uh, visit Kismet's. It's right there next to the Kroger. A free plug for Kismet's here this morning. Uh, Josh did chime back in. He said he, he doesn't make the gumbo there anymore. But hey, you know, every now and then you got to holler at an employee. People need to be hollered at. People need to be tuned up. I do a better job after I've been tuned up, whether it's at work. In my personal life, on this radio show, whatever, you know, sometimes we 
we get to veering slowly off in the wrong direction. And we need to be put back on a straight line. There's nothing wrong with that. If you can't handle getting yelled at every now and then, life is going to life is going to be very hard for you if you don't have thick skin. And that's just all part of this woke culture too, isn't it? You know, people just, I don't want to be yelled at. I want to be terrible at what I do and have to pay no consequences and repercussions for it. <clears throat> Pull your pants up. Welcome to life in the big city. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. Come see me. This week I'll be out there uh, till 6 p.m. every day. I am off on Tuesdays now. That is official, my day off. So I will come meet you if I have to. But uh, if we can break bread the other days, all the better. Uh, allow me to run some sh- uh, show errands. But look, come out there, see me. I keep saying we got a slew of F-150s out there, and we do. We got some F-250s also. And uh, we, we're starting to get our inventory up on some other stuff. I traded for a 2020 Ram 1500 the other day. Really nice truck. It should be posted online today if it didn't already. Uh, 38,000 miles. Great local trade. Uh, somebody just wanted to lower their payment. He said, man, I, you know, I just, uh, payments too much on this thing. I need to get a truck and I need to drop my payment. We were able to drop this guy's payment by over $300. You know, we got banks that would do these hundred thousand mile plus trucks, these 10 year old plus trucks. We got good vehicles. We recon them properly and getting you a good vehicle. So come see me. We have some cars and SUVs out there as well. I've got a Ford truck right now. A platinum two wheel drive twenty eleven. It's got like two hundred twelve thousand miles on it. Only twelve nine. Pearl white, gorgeous truck. I mean, people could say, "Oh, well, that's a lot of money for a two hundred thousand mile truck." True enough, but try to find another one and uh, for cheaper. The market is what it is. I don't set the prices. We just try to give you the best truck for the price. Uh, we can help you out with financing and all of that. We got a great uh, relationship with credit unions and banks around here. I always recommend using credit unions. If credit is a problem, if you got enough money down, I will get you in a vehicle. But you you can't have no money and bad credit. You, you, you got to pick your struggle. You got to pick your struggle. If you got enough money down, I will get you in a vehicle. Credit, credit irrelevant. You know, if you got enough money down. Check us out online, ellisautoplex.com. And don't forget, we buy cars too. Bring it by. We'll make you a fair market value offer. And uh, write you a check for it today, not tomorrow, not the next day, not hold this check till Friday nonsense. We'll get it for you today. That's Ellis Autoplex. Hey, here's the thing, too. We don't hold vehicles. So if you got one, if we see one we like, you like, you just need to come on down. Come on down. If I don't have that one, I'll have another one similar to it. But these trucks in that $20,000 range are selling as fast as they hit the lot. Some are selling before they hit the lot. Because they've got a waiting list of people that want certain things. We buy them, like call them, hey, John, I got that truck. You, uh, you want it? Four-wheel drive, F-150, 150,000 miles or less, 21.9 or less. I got you. Come on. It's yours. He's all right. I'm on my way. Buys it. So we do that every day. Come get on the list at Ellis Autoplex. <clears throat> Let's see here, man. Shifting gears a little bit. There was a mass shooting in Mississippi over the weekend. You may not have heard about it. I didn't. 
I kind of take pride in keeping up with what goes on around here. Um, looks like uh, down in Bay, St. Louis, Mississippi. I, look, I can't confirm or deny that this shooter was a trans nut job. But looking at the mugshot, it, it, it's got big trans vibes to it. Uh, big trans vibes. White kid. Uh, Cameron Everest Brand, 19 years old, was taken into custody and charged with a homicide after shooting in a Mississippi, after a shooting in Mississippi left at least two people dead and four injured. He was charged with more than a homicide. He was charged with homicides. So uh, the incident occurred in the early hours of Sunday morning at a home on Old Blue Meadow Road in Bay St. Louis. When officers arrived on the scene, they found six victims, all between the ages of 15 and 18. It was a prom party. Four of the victims were transported to trauma centers in Louisiana, while two of them, aged 16 and 18, died after receiving medical treatment at University Medical Center in New Orleans. Three of the remaining victims are in critical condition, while the other three are in stable but serious condition. Brand was identified as a sole shooter and located at his home in Pass Christiane. Initially, he was charged with six counts of aggravated assault, which were later updated to homicides after two deaths. As of now, no motive has been identified for the incident. Brand is being held without bond. Well, let me tell you what the motivation was. If my theory is correct and uh, he was trans or something or another, um, he's going to say that he was bullied and that he was frustrated there was probably some boy there that didn't like him. So he eliminated that. I mean, it's terrible. These people are terrible human beings. Terrible human They're mentally, mentally ill. And we keep patting them on the butt and telling them everything's going to be all right. You can be whatever you want to be. Prayers for the family. Thoughts and prayers for the families of the victims. And the victims, of course. Sad day. Sad. Mm. Kind of strolling through Twitter here, looking at some of the trending stuff. You know, this kind of stuff don't normally happen in Mississippi, but it seems like it's been happening a good bit here lately in the South. You had that that prom, that high school party over in Alabama. Those two black kids shot up. Was it forty people got shot? Two or three, four, five of them are dead. Hey, I'm surprised. You know what makes me feel like why you're not hearing a lot about this? It's because this kid, I, I just feel like this kid's trans. And because it's a white kid shooting up a house, one of the victims was a black kid. I mean, this has got national media written all over it in Mississippi. Mississippi burning. But for whatever reason, you're just not hearing a lot about this. I ain't seen anybody, much of it on my social media. I mean, I had to go look for this. To find this stuff. It's very interesting. Their silence says a lot. When it's their when it's their side. When they, when it's their little pet projects doing it. Um, we don't have much time left, but I want to hit on something here to kind of close out the show. I got my notes loading here. I switched over to a new note system so I don't have to write everything down. I I got a program now that follows me from computer to computer. Um, 
it just black folks, I believe the Democrat Party's moved away from you. I, I, I think they have. I think that I mean, I'm just going to read my notes here. It says, uh, you know, the main reason I think people are fed up with this racism talk is simple. The death of young black men only matters outside of the immediate friends and friends, family and social circle when it's taken by someone white or by the police. And God forbid it's at the hands of a white cop. Um, this whole race grift is ending. People are fed up. The pendulum is swinging back. You overplayed your hand after George Floyd. They 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 moved on from you. Now, don't get me wrong; these politicians they they're not going to let a crisis go to waste. If there if there's a dead black body in the streets that they can blame on racism, trust me, going into election time, they're going to blame it on racism and conservatives and all that. But you know, I think that the worst thing, the one of the most racist things I've ever seen happen, is coming from the Democrat Party right now. They are completely ignoring the black-on-black violence in cities like Jackson, Mississippi, and finding a way to try to blame it on systemic racism and white folks instead of it being a culture problem inside these communities. It is the biggest problem in our country right now. The most It's black-on-black crime. That is the problem. It ain't, it ain't mass shootings. It's not insurrectionists. It's not MAGA. It's not none of those things. It's black on black crime. And, and just industrial strength levels of it. Y'all can call me whatever you want, but you can't call me fake on this. This is 100% real. We'll be right back. We've got to close out the show for the day. Breaking rules. Let's close out the show today. That last little uh, rant there about the black-on-black crime, I, I should have had some context to that. Um, that kind of, I read an article on Jackson Jambalaya last night about a woman suing the Capitol Police for a shooting injury that uh, sounds completely fabricated. <laughs> uh, if you go read the article, it's the most recent article on Jackson Jambalaya, woman sues Capitol Police for shooting injury. I, again, she... You just need to read it to understand it, and maybe my rant will make a little more sense. I'll vet it out and flesh it out a little bit more tomorrow. I shouldn't have waited to the end of the show to drop that bomb. But hey, that is life. That is what we do here. We talk about real talk. We talk about tough conversations with reality radio. This has been a great show today. I enjoy these type shows. Um, coming up next, Allison Noe with her whole Story Health Hour right here on 1039 WYAB. Podcast to be available shortly. Clay Edwards Show dot com or wherever you listen to podcast. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.